Okay. Okay. I double clap. Okay. I'm not sure if that's okay. Oh. It's okay. I'll see the signature. Okay. The clap signature. Uh, Darren, intro. Your intro. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to um, the. Uh, now it is. Um, <laughs> welcome to uh, Main Phase Opt. The. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, the Magic Podcast. <laughs> oh, it's like okay, keep going. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Matthew to make a. Cover art or something. Do we haven't. We Darren actually drew us one. Oh, you did. Yeah, we asked <laughs> Matthew, but then it was using opt official art, and then we were wondering, can we use this uh, like oh, legally? That's, that's true. And then I think after some digging, it's like it's just better like just to not. And then Darren. Uh, that's true. Remind me, Darren. I'll do it tonight. I'll 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 upload our cover art. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna be doing Dominaria United. So we're starting off with which, white. Yeah. We're actually. When does this release? Uh, September 9th. We're actually ahead this time, which is. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Let's that's see good. if I get these out before. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. We that yeah. means we don't know anything. We we like. Yeah, we're not, not like these cards. by like the meta or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll start with this first one. This is Anointed Peacekeeper. Costs two and a white. It's a human cleric. It has vigilance, and it has as appointed peacekeeper enters the battlefield. Look at an opponent's hand, then choose any card name. Spells your opponent's cast with the chosen name cost two more to cast, and activated abilities of sources with the chosen name cost two more to activate unless they're mana abilities. And it's a three-three, and it's a rare. And we okay we updated C-B-C. our rating system. Yeah, it's a- oh true. True. <laughs> just straight letters now. <laughs> we'll see how this works out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's easier to understand, I think. But uh, I think we're in the same ballpark. You guys are a little less high on it than I am. I keep jumping back and forth on it. On this oh, one, really? Actually, yeah. Well, who who wants to start with this? Um, I'll go first since uh-huh. yeah, I was I was kind of indecisive between giving it a C or a B. Mm. Um, off the bat. 3-3 three, three Vigilance for 3 mana is pretty fair. It is a human, so that's relevant in tribes that matter that. Cleric might be relevant also, because I think there's a Cleric Lord in this set. Um, <laughs> I think we're all trying to look at this guy in terms of his ability. Oh yeah. Uh, I gave him a B at first, because it is a pretty handy ability. Because you get to look at their hand... And you don't have to name something that's on their hand. Oh, true, yeah. You can just look at their hand, and then if you see, oh, this guy's playing Tron. Sorry, first thing that came <laughs> to my hand. Sorry, God. But then you can name things that, you know, might not be on their hand, like, oh, Karn Liberated or, you know, Oblivion Stone, which might affect you, like, worse in, like, the long term. Oh, yeah. 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 But then I bumped it down because um, I, I compared it to um, Elite Spellbinder, which is that Strixhaven card. That is, yeah. Probably the Which is, main I think, similar similar um, cost, right? I yes. Think two in a white also. Yes. But then for that one, it only limits it to the hand. But then even if the Spellbinder dies, they still have to pay the tax. Oh. I think that for me was the deciding point. Right, that's right. Because if this dies, then the tax goes away. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, that's why it's like, uh, I'll bump it down a little bit. I still like the card, though. Yeah, Yeah. I, yeah, I think the main uh, comparison is with Elite. Was it elite spellbinder? Spellbinder, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They do very similar things. 
their bodies are different. Uh, Spellbinder, I think I give its body over in, like the edge because it's a 3-1 flyer. And it's like more aggressive. 3-3 three, three Vigilance on the ground is okay. Uh, like you said, they do kind of different things, but kind of the same things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peacekeeper hits permanence as well, right? Like activated abilities. Oh, the, mm-hmm. the big thing for that to me is like naming a planeswalker because they have to pay mana <laughs> to activate loyalty right. abilities. But yeah, I, uh, we'll see how it does. I mean, sp- Spellbinder seeing play, right? Like in I think it formats. does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a human. It fits. If anything, it could be a sideboard against some decks. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's it's a solid card. Very comparable mm-hmm. to Spellmage. It's a binder. Mm-hmm. Spellbinder. <laughs> there? Uh, I gave this a C. I think it's going to be decent in in a sideboard somewhere. I was thinking in humans. This card is... It's not as good as, like, Deputy of Detention, and that's not even a human. Um, and... Wait, it's not it a called? human? Yeah, Deputy of Detention is not a human. The other human is a Reflector Mage. Um, I was Dep- thinking... Yeah, Deputy of Detention is a Vodalkin? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dolben, yeah. Button, yeah. I think... Those cards are good in that deck because it's defensive. But this, I feel, is more aggressive in, in that it looks at someone's hand and then you... Like, it's... You're planning for the future rather than dealing what's on the field, which is something that I think humans are really good uh, really good at. Like, they can do... They can fight in different angles, but I feel like um, the deck is, like, fighting with, uh, like, Meddling Mage, which is a two-drop. And that, like flat out like disables that card. In modern. Yeah. In modern. In modern. <laughs> um yeah. So that's that's where I'm sitting with this card. That being said, it's thick. It's a three three vigilance. That's pretty good. Um but yeah, I think it's it's a good sideboard card. I guess if you don't have like targets for um for deputy of attention or Reflector Mage, you can side these out, put this in if you're playing against like some sort of control deck, a deck that doesn't really run a lot of creatures. Um, yeah. I think it's a solid card, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's passing. That's why I put a C. It's passing. passing. <laughs> well, I mean, would you give Spellbinder a C then? Uh, yeah, that's also a C card. <laughs> Which one would you would you rate higher? Oh, oh, does I think the spell Spellbinder has flying, right? Yes, flying three one. Ooh, let me let me, let me just see. Um, yeah. hmm. And yeah, Kevin is right about the tax. Like, you need peacekeeper to stay on the field for the tax. That is true. Oh, yeah. oh, spellbinder, yeah. you don't. And if for some reason you have Dranith magistrate out, also, then they can't even cast it because their card is not on Ooh. their hand. Yeah, I don't know. You have a point. Yeah, which one I, would you rate higher between those two? That's hard because. At least Spellbinder hits uh, non-land. Oh, this hits non-land. Oh! This hits anything. Yeah. Huh. They still need to play it. Two more Like, to, to be honest, Darren, this also hits fetch lands. <laughs> I mean, if, nice. If, 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 you know. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> wait. Wait. This. <laughs> wait a minute. That's so good. Wait. Because this is kind of like a pithing needle on a creature. Hold on. And, and Pithing Needle yeah. hits Fetchland, so yeah, that's... <laughs> okay, that that's that true. changes things about this card. That's a little bit more interesting. Peacekeeper um, also hits, like, copies of the same card, while Spellmage yes. has to hit 
the card itself. One, yeah, that like specific card. Yeah, because yeah. the the thing about this card is that it hits activated abilities. That's yeah. But then I was looking at it more like from Micah's perspective, also planeswalkers. But then you know, if you want to be spicy, you know, <laughs> like what does the spellbinder hit that this does? Then fetch lands is the. Then you just run both. <laughs> you know what? Just run both. <laughs> I don't know. I think this one has a lot more. Uh, I think the Peacekeeper has a little bit more um, applications, while Spellbinder. Um, hmm. I think I like this more for the body, but I like Spellbinder more for the tax. No, but then why? Why are you running Spellbinder when you could run uh, Freebooter? Is that a name? It's, That's a card. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Freebooter when Freebooter is dead, the card comes back. Does it not? Uh, yes, I'm not I sure. guess, but it is two <laughs> yeah. drop. And spell, yeah. I mean, spellbinder is. I mean, it's it's a decent body. It's flying. Yeah, but humans get bigger eventually. I. Uh, okay, we're I think... we're comparing more and more cards. There. Yeah, I know. So this peacekeeper is... and spellbinder. Which <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I think in that I think peacekeeper just because there's a little okay. bit more application for it. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I think it depends on the build, actually. Yeah, to me, I'm thinking. I think. I think I'm just thinking of just like a human's build. That's why. Uh, okay. Yeah. Similar. Good card, though. I, I'd say. Yes. All right. Next card. Uh, there. Okay. Next card is Angel of Wrath. It is a two and two Archangel. white Archangel of Wrath. Ar- mm. yeah. uh, Archangel of Wrath. Uh, two and two white. It is a. Creature Angel has Kicker for red and or black. So it has okay. It has flying lifelink when Angel of Wrath enters the battlefield. If it was kicked, deal two damage, and if it was kicked twice, deals two damage to any target. So you can do it twice, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, and it's a four three. Three four. Three four. I'm so blind today. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Okay. Well, I rated this as an A because I'm most likely going to play this in an Angel's build. Uh, if I was playing some sort of like Angel's Commander, I would be playing this. Well, it has to be four color. So, I don't know. We'll see. But I like it. It reminds me of um, uh, Avacyn, the, the the flip one that can, flip one when you flip that kills it, yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. That thing's pretty good. This is pretty good. You don't have to flip it. But yeah. I like it. Hmm. It, yeah, yeah. Oh, I gave it a B. Oh, you guys, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Why do you like it, Kevin? Um, this one actually, I had it at a B at first, but then I actually bumped this one up. <laughs> um, I was telling Darren, like, you know what? After I rate all of these cards, I'm sure I'm gonna have to adjust them because this is our first time using this rating system. So, um, I bumped it up higher because um. I was kind of like thinking of it like how you usually do, Micah, like the floor. Like the floor of it, 3-4 flying lifelink for 4 mana is really good. Mm, yeah. Um, the kicker is actually really nice because it says that the Archangel is doing the damage. And she has lifelink. So when she deals oh. damage while it's kicked, you're, it's doing like a minute lightning helix. Because it's lifelink. Oh, I didn't yeah. even, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. And, you know, paying that one extra mana and you're getting that free swing is really good. It's amazing if you can drop this late game and you can pay both of the kicker costs because you 
you just siege rhino them. Oh, I see. Yes. And, you know, at some things that might even end the game if you're able to do that. And um, I think on a deck, you would probably run two or three of her. And you'd probably be expecting to kick, like use a kicker ability maybe once or twice, which is it's pretty good, I would say. And then from there, um, it kind of helps stabilize your board because of the lifelink. And there is a bit of Angel Tribal going on right now in Standard. So I think she's going to see play. Especially with Giada out. This comes out a turn sooner. And she comes with a plus one plus one counter if you have a Giada. Oh, Strong card. Giada. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I think I'm willing to bump it up because of like what you said. Like I, I totally forgot about the lifelink thing. Uh, yeah, t 4 mana for a 3-4 flying lifelink. That, that's a good rate, I'd say. And then five or six mana. Oh man, yeah, that's pretty good. I'm actually like kind of comparing this to uh, what is it? Uh, the hasty Glorybringer, because oh, it's like a yeah. removal spell and mm -hmm. like a, but it gets haste. Like it's a five mana, right? So for the same rate, five mana, you do you shock something, but you also get the lifelink. So I think mm -hmm. yeah, it's pretty good. And like you said, like late game if you top like this. It helps stabilize you and spot removal, like your siege mm -hmm. right now. Oh. Yeah, that that's good. Actually, yeah, I I like this card. You you kind of sold me on this, <laughs> especially in like the angel tribals that de tribal decks with Giada. Oh yeah, that's mm -hmm. oh, that's strong. Yeah, I'm willing to bump this up to an A. This is a good card. Agree. Yeah. Uh, Darren, you you said your piece, right? Yeah, the, I would. I love this card. I want to play it. <sighs> yeah, fits perfectly in uh, my white black angel stack. Mm. Yeah, the the kickers are colored. Uh, I could see black a lot, maybe with angels, but having both black and red kind of limits how strong the spotter moves. Yeah, gonna be. I think in a, I think it's either gonna be in an Orzov deck or a Boros deck, but I don't know how standard is gonna look like in um, the next set. Yeah, yeah. Also, if you can if you can get away with a tribal deck. Unclaimed territory can help cover that kicker color for you. Does it? Uh, does it work for it activated abilities, or is it just casting? It, uh, well, it's an additional cost to casting it, which is oh, oh, oh that's true. Yeah, yeah, right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's true. I think that's why they made her like a flat angel. So like, okay, you know, mm -hmm. don't, oh, don't do angel warriors. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's that makes sense, huh? Yeah. Human angel. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I like going to have fun with her. Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. All right. Next one, uh, Kevin. Okay. Next card is Benalish Sleeper. Costs one and a white. It is a Phyrexian human soldier. Um, he has a kicker cost of one black. When Benalish Sleeper enters the battlefield, if it was kicked, each player sacrifices a creature. And this guy is a 3-1. And this is a common, actually. Yes. This. I rate this I rated this as a C, but that's oh, a pretty. Yeah. That's I want to rate it as a B, but it's just really good as a common. Yeah, it's a good common. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we agree. We're just a flat C. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. I think. Um, huh. It's a common. I think this is really good. I think this is good enough for Popper. I don't follow mm. Popper as much anymore, but like Flashback Marauder was uh, pretty 
my in in from what I remember, I like flesh flesh bag Marauder in like mono black decks back then. But this is uh this is Orzov. I don't know what Papa looks like anymore, but like this. This looks pretty good. Three mana. Uh each play sacks a creature. I guess you sack your own thing, but that could be a plus for you, honestly. You know, it could make it work. Can I you believe. um I'm not too familiar with Fleshbag Marauder. Can you uh Fleshbag Marauder is Oh it's not well, I'm guessing it's a common because it's play, uh, playable in Popper. It is. It's a, it's a, it's two and a black zombie uh -huh. warrior. When enter when it enters the battlefield, each player sacrifices a creature. Three one. So it's the same. Oh, thing. so it's like the yeah. same, but in in white and black, ish. In in, in Orzhov. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, another thing to compare it to is Playcrafter, which is similar. <laughs> That's oh, true. Three mana. It's a three two. Each player sacks planeswalker creature and a discard. You discard if you can. Uh, yeah, I think this is nice. Having it, like, possibly as a 2-mana 3-1 is okay, especially for, like, you know, aggro decks. Uh, how often will you, will you be kicking this? Like, would you want to kick this every every time? Hmm. Early game, I would say no. Hmm. Late game, I would say yes. Yeah, 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 that's kind of how I'm feeling about it. But, yeah, I think it's a solid common. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I was looking at it. I was like three one on a two drop is pretty good because you can swing with this pretty early and then later on um I think the the mana cost and the uh, I guess the the types human soldier it's oh. built where you can probably kick this late game and help level the board like for your side like yeah I like that playcrafter comparison because usually playcrafter you actually play it with the intention of like this thing is gonna get sacrificed to itself. Yeah. But then with this one, maybe you're playing weenies where you can probably sacrifice a random one-one token or something, and mm -hmm. you know you you clear something on the opponent side, which might be just their only creature, like a bogle or what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a common, but it's it's yeah. good for a common, I would say. Yeah. See, it's fair, I think. Okay, next card. I'll read this. This is Cleaving Skyrider. This is a two and a white human warrior. It's an uncommon with flash and kicker, a two and a red. It has flying and it has when Cleaving Skyrider enters the battlefield. If it was kicked, it deals X damage to any target where X is the number of attacking creatures. And it's a two two. And this is a interesting <laughs> card. It's an interesting card. Oh wow, we have we have it pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, how do we feel about this, Darren? Um, it's all right. Uh, I guess in draft, I assume eh, it's pretty good in draft. Actually, it's flying. It has a way to end the game. I think it's pretty good in draft, but I think outside of that, um, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I'd rather have a bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're kind of using it. You're if you're if you're trying to kick it, right? You're trying to. You'd, you'd rather like. You'd, I feel like you'd probably yeah. rather have a bolt. I don't know. This, depends on the deck. Yeah, this is six mana to get the to do the damage. Uh, flash is nice, and you know, attacking. Uh, Kevin did tell us that this works on their attacks too, where you can flash it in while they're attacking, and you get to blow something up. But yeah. Six mana for a two two that hits something. I'd rather play the angel that we were talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, flash is nice, I guess. Three mana for a flash flying two two. Uh, 
okay. It's just I don't know what deck this would go in if you want to play this. It's kind of draft chaff, I think, for me. Yeah. Um, I think I was the one. Yeah, I put this one on our list um, mostly because of that interesting kicker effect it has. Hmm. Uh, I'll agree what you guys said. The the flash flying two two for three mana is really good and limited. So mm -hmm. I think yeah. I would use it more for that. The kicker, I think it's best suited for commander. If you're playing against someone, because yeah, like you guys mentioned, you can activate this when someone else is attacking, and if they have a big board, and then you flash this in, it would just be really funny <laughs> to do. <laughs> it's something. But at the same time, you have to have six mana open to do that. I know, so, so I mean, I, I, I feel like they'll expect you'll have something if you left six, six mana open and you're about to die. But it's just funny. I mean, yeah, if you're playing a commander game, uh, let's say, for example, your commander is Gisela, which fits, fits the colors. Um, the I think the original Gisela, where if you do damage, it's doubled. Mm. And if you're not even involved in the fight, and player B is attacking player C, <laughs> and then you flash this in, <laughs> and then you're like, why did you do that? <laughs> it's like, you're dead. <laughs> it's... I just want to see someone do that, and it would just be hilarious. It's funny. But, yeah. <laughs> But I think uh, I, li I like this in draft, I guess, in, co in constructed format, I would say, or sealed format. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah, I think it's good and limited, yeah. Yeah. Constructed is kind of, kind of expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next one, uh, Darren? So this is Danatha, Benalia's Hope, four and a white legendary creature, human knight, first strike, vigilance, lifelink. I think those are like Danatha abilities, right? Yes, um, yeah, that last time, right? I think so. I think so. Uh, when Danatha Benali of Hope enters the battlefield, you may put an aura or equipment uh, from your hand or graveyard onto the battlefield attached to Danatha. 4-4. Four, four. Uh, that yeah. is... I think that's amazing. I think huh. that's okay. pretty good. Yeah. Okay, Kevin C, me C, you B. Right. Um, we should probably go first, and then Darren will try to sell this to us. Yeah, sure. Um, so for me, uh, I think her stats and her abilities are really good for a 5-drop. Um, if we're talking about limited, and if you see her, you, you have to pick her up. Especially Ooh. for one white, yeah. you can even splash around with like other colors. Um, I think with just her body like that, she's a pretty good card. Um, I didn't bump her up that much just because the mana cost. I think for that mana cost, you you do have more options you can work with. But if your deck revolves around abusing the rest of her text, the or the free equip the aura equipment, then you can you can get something with her. But I think she's a build around. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Uh, like the body is good. Five mana is kind of steep, but it's a good body. I think it's fair. Like the just the body part. But having that extra text is pretty nice. I think that pushes it over the edge for a 5-drop. But, yeah, you do have to build around it. But if you do, I think it's going to be super strong. <laughs> like putting hammer on this or something. <laughs> That's literally what I thought of. I was like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it kind of plays the same way Hammer Type does, right? You just try yeah. to slap something on her. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think you can make it. You can make her work. But you just need to build around it. Because 5 yeah. mana is steep. Maybe you can like play control until you could put her out with an equipment. All right. But, uh, yeah, Darren, Darren, what do you think? I agree with you guys. Um, 
I just li I like um what's it called? I think it reminds me of uh Bruna. When I was when I when I rated this card, I was thinking of Bruna. She's all, she's angel, a, right? yeah she's she's the angel. Um, when she attacks, she puts auras from the battle from uh, she puts auras onto the battlefield from the graveyard when she attacks. All of them, right? Yeah, all and then yeah. So I feel like that's what I was thinking of when I was rating her. But I think it was cooler because she also can um get equipments. Uh, in that I think yeah. I think I think I just like it. I put it as a B just because I feel like I would play this. I guess not in. Huh. I would not put this in a deck that I currently have. But I was if I were to build Bruna, I'd put this in that deck, hmm. and maybe throw in some equipments in there. Maybe I don't know. What's the prime equipment or aura you'd want on her? I mean, hammer's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Hammer's not bad. Um, Swift, Swiftfoot boots is not bad. So <laughs> gives it haste, dude. Oh, and hexproof. That's true. Uh, lightning greaves too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, that one's shroud, no? Yeah, shroud, right? All right. Same thing. <laughs> I, I think I would give it something with trample because yeah. she doesn't have trample. Oh, the um, shadow spear. Okay. Well, um, people are saying you can also give her those auras that reanimates a creature. That when this creature dies, brings it back. Oh. That'll kind of loop it. Can you do that? Um, Kaya's ghost form is one that comes to mind. Oh, yeah. She comes back, right? Yeah. And then when she comes back, brings back Kaya's ghost form. So oh, she's back. I oh. see. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. You can just loop it. What the heck? It's like a, that's an infinite, like, sack uh, thingy, right? That's true. Huh. But then, yeah, I mean, those things are, are kind of build arounds, which, but I think you can make it work because um, light pause is a thing in Kamigawa, right? Light pause. What does light pause do again? Light pause searches for an aura whenever you cast one. But, but I guess it comes equipped to light pause. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. There are enough things to work with it, but I think it's a build around. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if like if it was if it was standard, I think it's like a one uh, one or two of in like an auras kind of deck, I guess. Uh -huh. huh. Play it. I wanna see it. Oh. Move. You can brew with this. Yeah. Matthew will build this. Matthew <laughs> will <laughs> totally use this. <laughs> I... With the sword of the animist. Yeah. <laughs> Literally Danita, which she already it. runs. <laughs> and, he runs. Yeah. and it's a free equipment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, interesting thing, too. Actually, it also works with I equipment creatures. Oh, Caldra. If if there's like a... Oh, Caldra. <laughs> Caldra's good. Oh. Wait. That's scary. I mean, she already has first strike, but all the other text is crazy. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that one. Oh, oh no. Don't tell, don't tell Matthew. We'll have, we'll have the two cauldrons face each other. Wait, so what would she have? Um, um, oh, that one gives you haste. Haste, indestructible. Yeah. and She the, already has first strike. And the exile <laughs> thing. And the exile clause. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's uh. And the stats, right? That's and the good. stats. <laughs> plus five? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's just that's just ooh, that's so GG. Be, uh, nine nine first strike vigilance life link indestructible haste, which exiles <laughs> anything that she deals combat with damage. That's trample. so good. Still doesn't have trample. This. <laughs> uh -huh. I like yeah, that. That's spicy. It's spicy. Oh, I want to see an art of like her being equipped with cauldron. Cool. <laughs> just like it's like on her back, like a like a mantle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think okay. we'll see this. We'll see yeah. this at our table, guys. <laughs> we'll see this in our table. 
Our next card, uh, Kevin. Okay, next card. Um, it's part of a cycle. Defiler of Faith costs three, white, white. It is a Phyrexian human uh, with vigilance. And uh, it says, as an additional cost to cast white permanent spells, you may pay two life. These spells cost one white less to cast. If you paid life this way, this effect reduces only the amount of white mana you pay. Whenever you cast a white permanent spell, create a 1-1 white soldier creature token. And this creature is a 5-5. Five five. Hmm. Yes, part of a cycle. And we have this... Oh, <laughs> kind of low on it. <laughs> There, Darren, it. wow, our first F, F of the. Oh of the yeah, I gave it an system. F. Oh. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, we made it low. <laughs> uh, well, who wants to start with this? Okay, with this you guys can probably like help me not give this thing an F. Um, so it's you're gonna pay you're gonna pay four for this. If you pay four, you get a five five vigilance. Pretty. No, good. you're gonna pay five for this. Five. Five. Oh wait, what? The ability does not activate on itself. It has to be on the field. It has to be on the field. And it's three white, white. Darren's like, can I put it lower than it? Wait, can you explain? Yeah. Wait, the ability what? is only active while this is on the board. You can't... It's not part of itself. Oh! It's my value is three white, white. Yeah, it's five. This applies it to any other things you cast afterwards. Oh my, I was totally like rating all of this, all of this whole cycle wrong. Yeah, no, this card's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I thought it. I thought I was giving it the for like the Phyrexian mana clause, and I was like, or the complete clause. What it does? Oh, what it does no, is no. it does it to every other white permanent spell you cast after this hits the board. Yeah, at five mana with what cards? You're playing in white. No, <laughs> yeah. this reminds me of um. This is a lot worse than one. like um the card like the f- the the five mana cards that like give you extra things when you play things. Which um, one is that? <laughs> forgot <laughs> there's that bad huh yeah they're they're they're, they're all right yeah that like nah it, it's it that's it I, I can't no words for this card <laughs> i'm sorry it's no saving it uh, yeah god please help me out what do you think what do you think Kevin? um i okay um off the bat uh it's a human i guess let's Try to like kind of like pull <laughs> yeah. back from this and see what we can what we can salvage. It's a human, which might be relevant. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Um, five five vigilance for five mana value is okay, but at that point, if you're running, if you're casting creatures across five, you can cast get Danita, and Danita has like a lot of other things attached to it. You know, you know, you, <laughs> you can cast Danita, that yeah. um, Archangel Wrath kicked for five mana. It's you know oh. like things like that. Um, this thing is kind of an enabler because it makes your stuff cheaper afterwards. But then at the same time, at that point, do you really need the, dis- the discount? You know, I think at that point you would rather pay mana than pay life. If you know, you might be losing too much life at that point. But then at the same time, this does let you go wide. Um, I guess an example I can think of is um, white has a lot of effects where if creatures enter the battlefield you gain a life or something like that if you're mm-hmm. able to play a bunch of one drops oh you, you get, get the, the life, life back. back um you can even use it it doesn't have to be creatures it can be white permanent so you can even cast your auras you know your so- yeah the your portable, your portable holes. holes you know your your sagas if they cost white mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's the saving grace for this, but then at the same time, it doesn't replenish itself. You're just making your your board go wide. So I don't think I'd want to overextend. I don't want to swarm the board with one ones. That's not getting a lot of value back. I yeah, you want to you want to be uh, you want to be surrounding the board with four four black vigilant zombie. Oh yeah, black vigilance zombie tokens. Oketra is what the is... card. I was... Oketra. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh that. Oh, the, that's what I was thinking the... of. Yeah. Oh, Oketra. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But I think with the cycle, yeah. there's gonna be some way people will break it eventually. I think. I think. <laughs> so far, this one is the worst one in the cycle. I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree with what you said, Kevin. It's kind of like you're going to build up to this five drop, and then you're going to go back to one drops on your curve. It's kind of yeah, uh, kind of backwards, I think. Unless you play, unless, like, you it, play yeah. a thing that replaces it. Um, right. Right, yeah. What is it? There's that card, right, that turns um, tokens into angels when you make them. Oh, yeah. Divine visitation. But that's like, Still, that's, that's, like yeah. that's like a that's like a loop. No, it's <laughs> like yeah, it's like Micah said. You're kind of working backwards from there. Yeah, I I don't like it. I I hate this. Not, yeah, not this one. <laughs> the body's yeah, not whatever. This one. I, yeah, this one's okay. This one's I have a question. What if what if it made two twos? What if it made two twos? I'd like it a little better, but yeah, like what Micah said, it's you're. You, to to get value out of that, you need to be spamming with weenies, and those weenies that you're hard casting aren't doing anything. I mean, the tutus are good, but then the weenies you're casting is kind of you're you're losing card advantage just to get a tutu, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I hate it. I wish it was better. It's a waste of a rare slot. Ooh, dang! I'm glad it's not a mythic. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no, for these. Uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, get me out of this. Alright, next card. Uh, it's my turn, right? Uh-huh. Eh, probably. This is Guardian of New Benalia. It costs one and a white. This is a human soldier at rare. And it has Enlist, which is a new mechanic, right? Yes. New keyword. And Enlist is, as this creature attacks, you may tap a non-attacking creature you control without summoning sickness. When you do, add its power to this creature's until end of turn. And it has whenever Guardian of New Benalia enlists a creature, scry 2. And it has discard a card. Guardian of Benalia gains indestructible until end of turn and tap it. And it's a 2-2. Two, two. Oh, a lot of text. And how do we have this? Oh, C's across the board. And it's a rare, right? Yeah, I said it's rare. Ah, I feel like it shouldn't be a rare. <laughs> okay. Um, I think... Uh... I think it's a rare because it's probably one of the better enlist creatures. Um, okay, yeah, I'll give you because it yeah. is like this is the this is the like this is the enlist creature that if if we have an enlist deck or a mono white like well, like a white weenies deck, this is gonna be like this one of the cards. Yeah, the all star. Um, yeah. ETBs. Oh, sorry. When it enlists a creature, scry two. That's strong. It's indest- it gets a you can you can give it indestructible. Mm-hmm. It's two two, but I think it's gonna be worth it. Maybe uh, we'll see. Actually, yeah, I guess rare is good because it does have like all the other abilities. Yes, great too. I mean, enlist is an interesting mechanic. I, I think it's kind of it's bad kinda actually, bad. <laughs> unless you have like trample or do something with it because you're losing attackers by pumping one mm-hmm. creature. 
And to me, I think I'd rather just attack with all the creatures, you know, depending on the deck. But the Scry 2 is nice. It's just that you have to swing to trigger it, so it's kind of... Uh, and you can only enlist one creature per and it, turn. Yeah, and it can't correct? have summoning sickness. So... It, right. So it's ready to swing yeah, anyway. It's like, would you rather swing with a... With two, yeah, it's like a, a tall, it's like creature. a tall versus uh, two small ones. Yeah, it's, oh, sorry, tall or wide. The discarding is the discarding is nice to make it indestructible. Yeah, that's always good on like aggressive white creatures, like a, a, a Danto Vanguard. And there was another one. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, there was another one also. <laughs> and white but, also, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you think about um, this? Um. Yeah, I, I think I like Darren's uh, assessment saying that this is rare because it's one of the better endless creatures. I think for this one, you you do need to be enlisting it though to to get something out of it. Because after later turns, this thing isn't really gonna do much for you. It'll just be a it'll just be a creature, a two two creature. Um and yeah, like what you guys said about like enlist, like what Micah said, you know, not only are you losing an attacker, you're also losing a blocker because that thing will be tapped. So oh, it's yeah, yeah. we we don't have um, individual discussions for mechanics for this set because I think the mechanics are all spread in different colors. But enlist is yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like I think it's kind of like banding. I think that's what they try to do. Which is a very, it's yeah, you know, it's like bad. a it's like a meme mechanic because it's, it just gets so complicated. But I think essentially, for what I understand, I'm sure like you know, it's like they're attacking as a group, and I think this is kind of how they try to like remedy that. Mm. I guess if you have a way to abuse the the tap thing for enlist, you can get something because I think there were creatures from back then where if this is tapped, something happens or whatever. Um, but yeah, I I still don't like. The the go tall committing that many things just for one attack, you know. Yeah, yeah. Enlist, I don't like it. <laughs> Would enlist be better if if it if it said if it took out the without summoning sickness clause? Yes, yeah. it's kind of like crew. Oh, be kinda like crew <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you have a point there. Okay, yeah, it would be literally crew at that point. <laughs> it would be. Oh, oh, okay, I guess. I guess I you see why. You did it, Darren. <laughs> I, t- I I created you, you vehicles. You it. <laughs> you created. Should have worked crew with it. <laughs> but yeah, this is. Kinda, I think it's a bulk rare for me, unless we see enlist do some crazy yeah. stuff. Okay, next card, uh, Darren. Which one is this? Uh, oh, wait. Leyline Binding? Yes. Mm-hmm. Leyline Binding is a five and a white enchantment flash domain. This spell costs one less to cast for each basic land type among lands you control. When Leyline Binding enters the battlefield, exile target non-land permanent and opponent controls until Leyline Binding leaves the battlefield. How did I give this? I gave this a an A. Of course a? you did. An A? Give it a, a B. B. Oh, oh, I gave it a B. Oh, we're kind of we're all over the board. I like this card. Yeah. Kind of in the middle. Kevin's low on it. A D. Wow, yeah. a D. Oh. Okay, let's go up. Uh, Kevin, okay. you, you don't like it. I I I know why Darren likes this. 
So, I mean, okay, yeah, he's good, he's going at the end. I don't like it because you have to make use of domain for it to be worth it. Uh, for an effect like mm. this, it's it's almost they always they always show up in standard at this point now. They always print a card that does something like this: uh, is cast out or yeah. prison realm or you know like oblivion ring from back then. They I feel like they keep yep. doing this a yep. lot now, and I think the rate for those is usually three, three, three. mana value. Yeah, I think three or yeah. four. So three. Um, the flash I think is kind of why. They, I guess, the extra value on it, like mana cost wise. But for me, for these effects, I kind of look at them more as a three cost. So for me, the um, having to calculate how much would you need to bring this down to three costs, you need at least three land types. And I mean, yeah, you can say, like, oh, just play a triome in your set. Uh, I guess that's true. But then at the same time, it's. For decks that run two colors or even single color, this thing would not see play just because it's it's hard to make those things work. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I th- um cast out in Amon Cat costs two even right. Cost four. Mm, or no, which was the card? Which one's the card I'm talking about? There's a flash one that costs. It's a picture of that guy like with his hand out or something. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's cast, cast out. out. Yeah. The other. I, think, the other, I yeah. know which one. What's the other one about? I'm thinking of? I think you're thinking about Seal Away. Seal Away. Seal Away. Yeah, it's two mana, but it's a little. Narrower. That Dying. one only targets creatures, no? Tap, Tap creatures. creature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's also Dominaria. <laughs> oh, Dominaria. Oh. Okay. But yeah, it's... For me, um, it's easy to get the discount if you're running multiple colors, but I don't run a lot of those, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, we see this a lot, like the prison thing. Uh, yeah, it's a little too expensive to really, <laughs> to really see play outside of, like, I think just five color decks, because even in three color decks, I, it's okay in three color decks, I guess. But I would hope in those three colors you have more removal. I mean, this is okay; it's passable. But where it's really gonna be busted, I think, is five color decks that have. Oh yeah, it would cost one yeah, white. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what five color Niv is. It is that still a deck bring to life? Outside of those know. decks, I think it's it's not usable. Yeah. Yeah, and comparing it to like you know the other ones, cast out and seal away, those are good comparisons, and those are easier to use than this, I think, for most decks. That's why it's a C. And Darren, you like it? I like this card. Um, I think, uh, well, I would I would use this because I'm I want I like domain, mm. so it turns it into it turns into an on thin ice on thin ice. Oh, you do like that card? Yeah. Um. The really interesting thing about this is that it hits uh, non-land permanence. So in decks that can run it, it is, I feel like you're pushing out March of Otherworldly Light. You're pushing out um, uh, Omens. Uh, pers- not Prismatic Omens. Oh, I keep forgetting the name of this card. Ending. Prismatic Ending. Prismatic Ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're fight- like, this card is fighting in that slot and... It it's a pretty good contender, I think, um, because it hits non-land permanence. It is an enchantment. I could play this in my enchantress deck, but I probably <laughs> I probably I probably would I probably wouldn't because I'm not. It's it's it'll be what I'll have. How many colors are you running on that? That's deck. three. Three, you know. So no, yeah, so it can cost two in a white. So no. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll cost two in a white. But why would I? Well, actually, that might be better because the. 
I use the tension sphere instead of uh, mm. I, st- I use the tension sphere. No, not the tension sphere. What do I use? I just use um, uh, oblivion <laughs> ring. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I'm I'm comparing it to a uh, oblivion ring at that point because Anthe Nice is just like solid in that deck. Um, yeah, I think. Isn't it's... there a card that gives a land you control all land types? Um... Yes, uh, Nylee's <laughs> present, so it's good. Yes. What? How much does it cost to Two. play that card? Two. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's, that's some tech. <laughs> awesome tech. Uh, and you do have triomes, so I think in I think this is gonna be played in. Standard and maybe even pioneer, but in in like in in modern, I think it's fighting for, it's it's fighting in in those like in with those like with those three other, other like cards I was, I was mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good comparison, I yeah. think. Those like March Otherworldly and Prismatic Ending. That, that, that being said, like there's also like Solitude that's just straight like. That just okay. like says, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. That's not fair at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so that's too far. Yeah. But I really like this card. Um, I would play it. I'll find. I'll. I'm probably gonna be playing this card. It, it works where it works. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it doesn't anywhere else. <laughs> or it does it. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. It works really well where it works. Every else, yeah. it's really narrow. Yeah. Okay. Next card, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Next card is Resolute Reinforcements. Costs one and a white. It is a human soldier with flash. When Resolute Reinforcements enters the battlefield, create a 1 1 white soldier creature token. And it is a 1 1 uncommon. Hmm. And. Yeah. <laughs> Very simple. Uh, who wants to start? Oh, we're kind of going up again. Kevin, uh, Lois, and. Okay, and yeah, we'll go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I added this card too, and. I think I bumped this down. Um, I think when this first got spoiled, we, we all really liked it. Because it is it is literally raise the alarm. Except this one is a human and this one is not a token. Right. Um, right. So that's a nice comparison. I think I started to bump it down. Because I was, I was thinking, oh, this is raise the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, what's the... But then at the same time, um, it has some more synergies available to it. Um, I mean, off the bat, it's a human. Okay, I didn't get it out of the way. Yep, yep. Um, you can blink it, and you get another soldier token. Oh yeah. Uh, you can play this for a discount with the Phyrexian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, that's something. Um, extraction specialist can bring this back. Oh. It if that's something you care about. Um. So, I think this is a better raise the alarm. Right. So, but then that's it. I think for me. But yeah, you guys can tell me like how else we can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll go up. So I'm next. I mean, yeah, like what you said, it, it's basically a permanent version of raise the alarm. It it's just attached to a creature. Yeah, like you said, it has I think more synergies as a permanent. Like you said, you can blink it. Uh, you could first <laughs> <Frexian> mana. <laughs> you could Coco it, I guess. I oh. It's not the best target, but it's something. Mm-hmm. I I like it because to me, it's essentially copies five through eight for raise the alarm. So decks that want to go wide, decks that make tokens, it's just oh. another one of those cards that I could use. But okay, yeah, like it's, it's simple effect, uh, uncommon. It's nice. I like the art, and yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, superhero it's... drop. Yeah. <laughs> Very straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> Darren has it an A. I'm, I'm dropping down there. to a B. Um, oh, better than oh. leyline binding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm dropping it down to a B. This is uh, it is not as good as raise the alarm because raise the alarm. It's not. You got two tokens Ooh. in a uh-huh. token deck. That's what you want. You don't oh, want a non-token you in your I token see. deck. Okay. Aha! Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's all. Um, that's. <laughs> That's all. I think. I think it's. I think it's all right. You can blink okay. it. Yeah. That's okay. that's yeah. That's it. Play Gallagher's with this. <laughs> oh. Ooh, that would be wait, nice. That's so good. Wait a minute. <laughs> Rebel browsing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. It's the same as racing. Yeah. It's the same it is. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's good. It's good. It's still good. You know. Yeah. Okay. Next one. This is me. All right. This is Sarah Paragon. Costs two white white. It's a mythic angel with flying, and it has once during each of your turns, you may play a land from your graveyard or cast a permanent spell with mana value three or less from your graveyard. If you do, it gains when this permanent is put into a graveyard from the battlefield. Exile it, and you gain two life. And it's a three four. Okay, we agree. This is super good. So good. Okay, Kevin, let, let's start with you because uh, I, 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 this I, card. Oh, this card is. Oh no! Are you gonna say something? You want to start? One of, great, one of the things that Kevin's gonna say is that it it. It gets um, or- ornithopters. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know. Um, so, I really like this card. This is this is Lurus. This card is Lurus. <laughs> Lur- yeah, it gets it gets it g- it's flying Lurus. Yeah, it's literally Lurus. It it's ornithopters. <laughs> I was reading. I was like, okay, that's Lurus. Um, I guess they made it more fair because. You can only bring back the card once, so you can't loop through your baubles or any of those shenanigans. Oh my god! But then Bubble. this thing is amazing because uh, the angel tribe is actually relevant just because of Giada right now. Oh, oh and then a three-four flying for four mana is really good, like the archangel we talked about earlier. Yeah. But then yeah, um, after that, if this. And it does something when it hits the board because it can, if you have the mana, you can play something. Actually, you can even play a land yeah. if you didn't have a land drop that turn. So it's it's really good in that sense. And yeah, this for four mana, this can actually even see play in older formats just because this can help you stabilize. And oh, okay. it being able to bring back three or less mana value i mean lurus back then could only play two yeah and that was already that was dug a band <laughs> so i mean this thing has a lot more things you can bring back and it's gonna be really like i think you guys will see this at the table and Dude. i think this will see play just because it's really good like it yeah yeah i agree with everything you said it, it's lurus it's just angel lurus <laughs> uh lurus doesn't hit lands so this has that upside it has the angel tribal I think uh, this can be like the top end to like any kind of aggro deck or any angel deck, like you said, because it brings back so many things. Hitting three or less, you can bring back a, like Righteous Valkyrie, Resplendent Angel, Giada. It, oh, it's it's so good. It can bring back Giada. Wow. Yeah. And you get life. Oh, it's it's so, it's just so good. The only downside is how much this card is going to cost to buy. That's <laughs> oh, true. And like it's cheaper to cast than Luris because you have to pay six yeah, to get Luris. Yeah. So yeah, 
Darren? You, 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 yeah, no, you guys said everything. Um, that uh, being said, I'm going to play this. All are right. You? Six minutes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm, I'm going to find a way to get this, okay? Just pull it. I'll pull it. That's that's my that's my one mythic for for the month. Let's go. Oh, it's so good. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, I would totally play this in in the angels deck. Man, that angels deck is getting like beefier and beefier. I, it's it's gonna lose slots. I'm gonna need to start replacing like is, the, the mediocre so stuff so with many good better cards stuff. now. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I don't like about it is it's not that that it's bad. It's just I'm gonna forget a lot about the exile trigger because. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that that that, that game two life is gonna be so annoying. It is for you guys. What? <laughs> okay, next card. This is Darren's turn. Okay. Um. This is wait, Sarah Redeemer. Yeah. Yes. Is, is Sarah um, a person? I, what is, is it? A place? This one. Uh. Yeah, Sarah. It, well. Is it yes person? and no. <laughs> I actually I don't. Is it? <laughs> Can you explain Sarah, the lore here? Uh, I'm not super familiar with the lore, but Sarah is a plane, but uh-huh. it's also the planeswalker, I believe, right? Uh, yes. Sarah the Benevolent was printed in Modern Horizons 1. Mm-hmm. So she created uh-huh. like these angels. Um, I'm not sure. Okay, this word, like the lore just gets like all messed up because I don't... She died, I uh-huh. think. Huh. And then she became I don't know the what happened plane. to the plane or not. <laughs> but yeah, she's a planeswalker. That made the plane. um. She created the plane, so that's why Sarah Angel is like you know after her. Okay. Oh, okay. And I'm not sure what happened to the plane, but that's where the angels came from, I guess, okay. essentially. Because it's not like the same angel. Like, it's not a person named Sarah that are these. No, 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 no. They're yeah, like she... different angels from the. Plane. Yeah, she was like an old plane, like pre-mending before you know they got nerfed oh. to like human. Yeah. So oh, wow. she was really strong. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Darren, go ahead. Sorry. So the Sarah Redeemer, it's a uh, three and two, uh, three and two white creature, angel soldier, flying. Whenever another creature, power two or less, enters the battlefield under your control, put uh, two plus one plus one counters on that creature, and it is a two four. Uh, I will not be playing this in an angel's deck <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's, it's, wow. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of low on this, huh? Yeah, this one is from the Jumpstart. Um, it's a Jumpstart rare. So oh. I think one for each color, they added uh, an exclusive card, a rare card that's only there, and this is the one for white. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You don't and like I think that's why, like, you know, the power level is a bit lower. Yeah, CCD, yes. Yeah. It kind of has the same problem as the Defiler. It's kind of your top end of the curve, but then you kind of want to cast... Uh, low to the ground creatures after this is out but yeah five yeah. she pumps her yeah she pumps herself i don't know oh yeah <laughs> if you have <laughs> yeah five mana for a flying two four that's <sighs> isn't righteous valkyrie these stats yeah it's righteous like a valkyrie three drop two four yeah uh-huh. <laughs> oh my yeah. god with, with flying and lifelink with better and, with better like and the lord like, effect yeah. oh my god yeah yeah this is this is a rough one yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that is that is it. All right, next card, Kevin. Next card is Stall for Time. It costs two and a white. It is an instant with a kicker cost of one and a blue. Uh, so it says tap up to two target creatures. If this spell was kicked, 
put a stun counter on each of those creatures. So stun counter is a new mechanic. If a permanent with a stun counter would become untapped, remove one counter from it instead. And then at the end, it says that you draw a card. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a common, I forgot to say. This is a good common, I think. But uh, let's see, how do we have this? I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> FFD. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it is. I I think um, because there's not a lot of cards. There are actually, I think, only three cards with stun counters on this set. Oh. And I think they're introducing it as kind of an evergreen mechanic. It'll, you'll see them more often, but I think this is their intro. So, they're kind so of I guess it. they're yeah they're playing it kind of safe. Like I think I don't even know there aren't any rares. I think it's just common and uncommon to have them, but I'm not oh, sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, this is a common. Three mana to tap two and draw a card. It's... Stalling for time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, would you guys ever kick this? Ah. Uh, or I mean, how often would you save it to kick it? No, I think. No? I think the play wow. is. I think the play is to use it, and if you draw it late, you have to kick it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah, the play. That. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it does. It does replenish itself with the draw. It yeah. does. Yeah. But like you know, it's stalling for time, so you don't want to. <laughs> Just wait until turn yeah. five to try to stop some creatures if they're hidden. Yeah. I don't think this is. I don't think is tap is are tapping creatures down like even that good anymore. Uh, maybe with stun counters now. I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean stun counters. So I mean, there are no other cards on our list that would have some stun counters. So right. what but do you guys think of them? It's similar to what we called like the freeze thing, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Tapping it and it doesn't untap next turn. Uh, yeah. Were there any playable cards like that? I don't. I'm trying to think. Not off the top of my head. Yeah, because yeah. I think yeah. even for those, they're usually commons or uncommons. That's true. Yeah. Frost Titan from back then. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, back yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't. I think this is. I think because like tapping creatures defensively has like kind of. Has it's become kind of less meh. relevant, yeah. Because unless you're playing, so unless you're playing the 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 Chadwick deck, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's it's not as good. So I think stun counters is a good way to like revitalize the mechanic a little bit. So I love this. Yeah, I love the mechanic. How they're yeah. doing. Yeah, I feel like they did that just as easier for for you to keep track of it because I'm sure it, like was yeah, that so supposed yeah. to be untapped or not? Yeah. I guess you can proliferate them. I don't you know. can. Yeah. You can also remove them if you. <laughs> Had a That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like what they're doing with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they are being safe, like what you said. But uh, I want to see more of this uh, stun mm-hmm. counter stuff. I like the art. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I don't know what that is. It's like a gear made of ice or something. It's it like looks a Phyrexian like a... getting yeah. installed. Oh. Yeah. Is that wizard like an octopus? What are they called? <laughs> Cephalid? Oh yeah, huh? I didn't even notice the one in the back. That's a good word. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next card. Oh, this is temporary lockdown. Costs one white white. It's a rare enchantment, and it has when temporary lockdown enters the battlefield, exile each non-land permanent with mana value two or less until temporary lockdown leaves the battlefield. And we, we are high on this card. All A's. It's so good. It's so good. It's why is it good, Darren? Tell us how it's good. Um, it hits. It hits. Uh, probably relevant. Um, 
I guess creatures, but also hits. Don't say it. Enchantments <laughs> and <laughs> artifacts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're saying this hits hammer time. This hits hammer like time. Like the whole deck of hammer yeah. time. This also hits Bogles. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, it does. Oh, that's hot. It hits in fa- it hits, it hits my it decks hits, too, okay? It so, hits uh, modern decks, right? Yeah. It hits it so does. It, low yeah. to the ground creature-based decks. Not even just creature-based decks. I'm like artifact decks and <laughs> infect, all those. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Nate, do you like it, Kevin? <laughs> I like it as a card, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate it as a play piece. You can play it it's... in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you can play it in the mirror. I was going to say, if, if only if you played an opposite one and it removes the opponent. But yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. kind of just... Um, I think they were bound to do this to help control. I think this is meant mm. more for older formats. Mm. Because Modern does have a lot of decks that are low curve. And yeah, I think when this first got... Um, revealed, yeah, and the Hammer Time Discord people are very like, oh no, what is <laughs> what did they do to us? But, I mean, at the same time, Control does not have much of a presence, I guess, and currently, um, it is double white, so that kind of helps restrict it a little bit. You can't just splash this anywhere, True. thankfully. Yeah. Please yeah. no. And I guess at the same time, you get your your cards back if this leaves the field. It's it's not a permanent right. thing. So, right. I mean, I think for me, um, I would learn to have sideboard prepared for this card in the future. That's, <laughs> yeah. I will, I will be stunned the first time this will be used on me, even though I will expect it, but I yeah. will not like it. I will never like it. I will, I will always <laughs> be stunned when this. Yes. Yeah, you, you need to sideboard against this. I think. Yeah. I have a question. Would you mainboard this? Well, depending on the meta. Depends on, on the build. Yeah, I think it depends on. I think control decks always want this, especially I think in modern. Co- yeah, maybe two of. Darren, would you run this on Enchantress? Enchantress, oh. um, probably it's gonna not. hit so many sideboard. pieces, right? And the sideboard, yeah. Again, hit your. Because yeah. in Enchantress, you kind of you you're kind of safe once you can get your lock. Once you get your um sol- solitary confinement. Um, and you do have like spot removal in the deck. You have Anthony Ice. You have a singleton uh, Oblivion Ring. Would you play this or Leyline Binding? <laughs> oh, I'd rather play this. I'd, well, in Enchantress, I'd play this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if I would. I don't think um, would control decks like replace their singleton uh, board wipe for temporary lockdown like a. Uh, like an Esper deck? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think control decks would have Supreme Verdict right. mained. Yeah, it's one it's single probably like one oh, or two like mained. Yeah, yeah. Would they replace it is the question. I think I'd split. I'd I'd have this on the side. I think it's a sideboard mm. card. I think this is a sideboard okay. card. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I, I guess to help you out there, um what this thing hits and what O Ring and Antinisis hit, this thing kills all rhino tokens. Oh, oh that's relevant, oh, huh? Yeah. Oh, this yeah, cascade, oh my god. Yeah. Well, some. Uh, this thing, yeah. Uh, I mean, we mentioned that Hammer Time also gets stopped. <laughs> it's um, <Urza's> song. <laughs> this also exiles. Oh, wait, no, 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 no thankfully not. Oh, yeah, no, it's a land. Not okay. land. <laughs> no, please stop. No. Um, Ragavan. Um, I guess oh. that it shuts down Ragavan. It shuts. It gets rid of unlicensers. It gets rid of the treasure tokens that they make. Oh, it does get rid of treasure. No. Yeah. 
it's uh, so it, like stuff like that. It's 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 wide. It's you know, I mean, the O-ring and the Antinites is good, but I think this is worth consideration for, yeah, for things like that. It's it's a wipe. It's it is a wipe. So yeah, because I don't think you have any board wipes on your Enchantress, do you, Darren? Um, no, mm-hmm. no, because yeah, usually you don't. I don't. I usually don't need it. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, I, I'm just saying, yeah, it's worth consideration oh. because like all of a sudden it's like, hey, why are four rhinos here? It's like, what are they <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is so big. They don't come back yeah. too if you kill them. They don't. Those don't. <laughs> I would run this just like spite rhino player. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you're uh, in here with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this is so good. It's it's such a good catch-all, and it, three mana. It's so it's so. Uh, I know it's so, it's so good. good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm definitely like buying like one billion of these. Dude, I'm I'm worried about the price <laughs> for this card. It's gonna be Alright, next card, Darren. Oh my goodness, why do you give me the long one? <laughs> this is Oh fatal. my goodness. Yeah. This is fate. This is Urza assembles a Titan. It's like I'm reading like a chapter book. Oh my Your, goodness. It is a saga. Uh th- <laughs> three and two white. Read ahead. Okay. Choose a, choose a chapter and start with that many lore counters. Add one after your draw step. Skipped chapters don't trigger. Sacrifice after three. Chapter one. Scry four. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you may reveal the top card of your library. If it's a planeswalker card, reveal this way. Put it into your hand. Chapter two. You may put a planeswalker card with uh, mana value six or less from your hand onto the battlefield. No Karn. Well, no seven mana Karn. No mm. Boogan. No But Smoogan works. <laughs> so, okay, sorry. Um, uh, chapter 3. You may activate the loyalty abilities of Planeswalkers you control twice this turn rather than only once. Enchantment Saga. Mm. Mm, it's freaking long. For, for those... T- Smoogan is small Ugin, as we, <laughs> we started saying. And Boogan is big Ugin. <laughs> Which is, I forgot how much mana big we're getting. Eight. Eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, how do we have this card? Uh, BBC. Okay, same, same ballpark. Uh, let's start with Darren, because you have it kind of low. Uh, it reminds me of um, Assemble the Gatewatch. I was not around for this. Yeah, this is old. Um, uh, I think it's a mythic. Um, you look at the top seven, and then you, uh, get, you get two. Put you up get to two? two. Put up deploy to two planeswalker cards. Yeah, deploy the gate watch. Oh, deploy the gate watch. Yeah, and then they enter the battlefield. No. Oh, whoa, whoa, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but it costs seven to play or eight. Six. 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 That's good. Well, I yeah. like this. Why does anyone play this card? Was it good? Because <laughs> not that good. <laughs> I like the art too. Yeah, art. The art on this card is pretty good. Um, the art on the saga is pretty good. I like it. It is. Yeah. What, I just wouldn't play this card. I don't. I don't know how good this card is because I wouldn't no, play like it. it. You don't like it? Okay. I mean, hmm. yeah. I, 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 I think I. Okay, I wrote a C because I want to see it be played. <laughs> but um, I, I just don't play. It. I think that's why I put a C. <laughs> okay. Okay. Kevin, do you have insight? Um, I think I was kind of messing around with deploy the gatewatch back then i was trying to do a build on it but i think i never like went through with it but this is one mana cheaper um i gave it a b because um as read ahead which i guess is a mechanic uh a new mechanic also 
you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do with this. Um, I think this does guarantee... Uh, you need to have a Planeswalker to activate this way, because otherwise <laughs> you just look yeah. ridiculous casting it. But there's just so... Um, I mean, obviously, um, they didn't give it Karn Liberated or Big Ugin, just because <laughs> if, you're, if you activate those twice and you play them for free, I think you that's, that's a good so... game. But there are still Planeswalkers that cost 6 or less that this can use. Um, yeah. Within the colors, um, Teferi. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some other things too. Uh, you can get Gideon out and maybe activate his his emblem and he still survives kind of thing. Oh. You know, there, there are things like that. Um, but Big it Chandra. Is, yeah. Oh yeah, Big Chandra. Um, this is... This is a build run, I would say, but getting to activate loyalty abilities twice for all your planeswalkers, especially if you have super friends out, yeah, think that would win you the game that at would, that point. Yeah, that's but it's a build around. Yeah, like we said, I think it's a build around. I, I think that's there might be another shell this could fit in. I just, I just don't know. But yeah, uh, would you skip the first chapter a lot? I think, I think in those super friends decks you would. Yeah, if you had, probably, yeah, if you had yeah. one in your hand, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you do get a discount, technically. It's five mana to get a <laughs> mana value six or Planeswalker down. And, yeah, I think the big thing is the third chapter. But... That's yeah, late. It, That's late. It is late. You kind of want to... Yeah. I don't know how you're going to get to turn five with this and then turn six. Yeah, I want to see it played because it, on paper it's, like, kind of a loaded card, right? I think, yeah. There'll be a shelf for this, but yeah, a lot of planeswalkers on it. I think Matthew will play this card. <laughs> yeah, White. He will. He will find, put all of his planeswalkers. He's gonna like put all of his like wandering emperors, his Chandras into one deck and just like. Oh my gosh! I just forgot wandering emperor is a card. That's so busted. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna play that. He's gonna play all like the like the aggressively amazing um, planeswalkers and just smash True. us. I wonder if Double I can put this in my emperor. Michael Gary Walker's. <laughs> Can't you can't you essentially get your emblem? Let's see, Garrick and Vraska. Yeah, I think they're all six. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I want to see it work. Okay. Last card, Kevin. Ooh, last card is Valiant Veteran. Costs one and a white. It is a core soldier creature. And it says, other soldiers you control get plus one, plus one. And it has an activated ability, pay three, white, white, exile, violent veteran from your graveyard. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each soldier you control. And then this guy is a two, two. Hmm. And, uh, oh, me and Kevin have it as C, Darren. As if this it's an A. All, yeah, this one's also part of a cycle, actually. I did not realize it was a full cycle. Yeah. I thought yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the other ones because they're so good. <laughs> but, uh. I don't. It's kind of a straightforward lord to me, and the exile thing is nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's what do yeah, you think, it's, Kevin? <laughs> it's, it's soldiers. It's kind of a weird because soldiers, warriors, and knights they all kind of they all kind of split the the tribe like that. So but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I guess it's an okay lord, but then I don't like how it's only for soldiers. It feels very narrow in that mm. sense. That's why I don't like it that much. Yeah. Darren, you, you're you kind of high on this card. Well, I like why? this card because I, um, I don't know. Soldiers. 
I like soldiers. I, I, I like lords in general, so I gave it. A, I gave. I, 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 I. It had a. It was. It was an A. I dropped it to a B. I, I guess, but um, the the tribe is so niche. I think. Yeah, I think. I think soldiers are more known for tokens. I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, raise the alarm is a soldier token. Alarm. That's why. That's what I was thinking. And the rein. <laughs> what is it? So reinforce. Yeah, resolute reinforcement. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the thing. Um, yeah. I just I just like the card. It's a two mana. Mm. It's a lord. Um, this will see play in the future most likely because oh. I feel like this okay. set is the the lords in this set. I feel are gonna help the creatures in the future sets. So I'm saying that Valiant Veteran is gonna be played in the future. Oh, you're planning ahead. I'm planning ahead and saying that this is a B, and it's not trash. Yeah. I think the lords are helping the past cards more, like in modern. Oh yeah, true. The other lords are so good. But we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get and, there. Yeah, that's the last card. And we have this favorite card slot. I, I like this. Who who did this? Um, I think me and I were discussing it, kind of like a way to just round out uh, the discussion. So like at the end, after yeah. all the cards we looked at, like what was the card? I guess that I mean, yeah, favorite or like stood out the most for you? Um, what yeah. you guys? Put? I like it. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I oh, put Leyline uh, uh, Leyline Binding. Sure. Uh, what's okay. wrong with the card? I'm gonna play this card, and you guys will be surprised and be like, "Oh, wow!" And okay. then I'll look at it and be like, "Oh, that was okay. <laughs> that play was all right." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One mana exile. Okay, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, Kevin's pick is good too. Right? Sarah Paragon. Sarah Paragon. I like it. I mean, it's a mythic, which I guess it's a hard comparison, but. Um, I mean, it's good. It's, it's Loris, you know. It is Loris. Yeah, it literally, Loris literally died, came back as an angel, and it's like, oh, here, <laughs> it's what I angel. can do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, How about you, Mike? Okay. I chose temporary lockdown because I think that's going to see a lot of play in modern. I would have picked that if it wasn't, <laughs> if it yeah. wasn't biased against me. There's some bias there for me. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. It's, yeah. So you guys made it easy for me. I'm going to type this. I'm gonna select these three cards. Uh, put <laughs> on my list. my buy <laughs> list. Cards. Sorry, my cart. Yeah, your eBay cart because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my eBay cart. Easy peasy. Let's go. Ah, man. Okay, I think white is one of the tamer colors in this set. I- I'm more excited about the, the yeah. next colors. Oh yeah. oh yeah, the next color. Oh yeah, oh same. Blue and black. I'm actually for blue and black. I'm so excited for blue oh, and yeah. black. Let's go yeah. right now. Oh, Sarah, oh, it's Sarah <laughs> Paragon. So good. <laughs> All right. Uh, good episode. Yeah. Outro yeah. music. Nah, we don't have one. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs>